Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. So unfortunately, this is another podcast that I will be recording while walking and sitting inside. I'm stood here looking out over the ocean from the big panoramic windows in our living space. And well, it's very windy. And while I have a great lavalier microphone, not even this will be able to withstand the onslaught of the wind on the mic. And so, well, I will have to pace back and forth, maybe sit down a bit and talk about today's topic. Um, I struggled today knowing what I was going to speak about. I hadn't a clear inspiration. Um, Sometimes I see things over the course of a week. I reflect on things, but sometimes there isn't anything quite clear. And truth be told, there was so much this week. So much that I watched happen in the world that, yeah, infuriated me, quite frankly. There's just so much ridiculous overreach of power and tyrannical impulses by the powers that be around the world right now. And um, all of that has been weighing heavily on my heart because I care about freedom. I care about people. I care about democracy and uh, it's not looking good for these things. So what I ended up wanting to talk about was actually a topic that um, you may know me well for, and that is initiation. As the founder of Acclaiming the Throne, obviously initiation is something that I know a lot about. And it's been um, a topic that has been dear to my heart for more than a decade. And the reason why we need to speak about that right now, I believe, is simply because the level of uh, irresponsibility, the level of obedience uh, among normal people, but also the level of power abuse and um, sheer cruelty and and, um, tyrannical impulses in our leaders is incredibly, incredibly concerning. And um, the only reason why such tyrannical impulses can take hold of our leaders is because they haven't been initiated. They haven't learned to be in right relationship with power, with life. They haven't learned that they are not the center of attention. They actually have a transpersonal dedication to something bigger than themselves. And if a leader doesn't know that, if a leader lives the unexamined life and just thinks that is all about power, then we're going to get tyrants. In times of stress and challenge, we're going to get tyrants. And that's a conversation that we need to have now because we're pretty damn close to many, if not most, of the Western uh, countries turning into full-blown tyrannies in late 2021 or in 2022. And the, the force of this is, is very strong. And so, of course, a podcast cannot stop it. But I want you to be able to see. I want you to see that it's the lack of initiation 
that is causing these things. And so this is what we're going to be focusing on today. And true to form is going to be a pretty intense exploration. And so maybe it's good that we're only doing it once per week, but let's dive into this. It's important stuff. Let's go. So today's column on the rise of tyranny in the world is going to be short. The reason why is I just get a little bit grey and gloomy when I focus so much on tyranny. And maybe I'll just remove this column from these podcasts in the near future. It's not like you're going to be able to miss what's going on anyway. But just a couple of things that I picked up on last week. There was a ton of stuff happening and it was all egregious. It's like every day is a Watergate uh, times five. And it's, it's just a complete travesty. So one thing that I picked up on this week was how Biden was lying to the press about his instructions from his military advisors like um, woke General Milley, for instance. And they were in a hearing recently where they were being asked pointed questions about the operation and were basically challenged with taking responsibility for the whole debacle and for the various levels of lies coming from the administration. And true to form, these people in power, they just just unloaded some garbage that was designed to get them off the hook. While the one officer, lieutenant officer, I don't remember his name now, but it was a guy that went public with a call for somebody to take responsibility for the mess. And so it was just a high integrity individual, a great guy that was asking his superiors to be men of integrity. And for this, they put him in prison and not even his parents get to speak to him. I was watching them being interviewed on, I think, Fox News a couple of days ago, and they seem like lovely people. And it's just shocking what's happening. And in New South Wales, they're considering passing a new legislation that anyone who walks into a venue without vaccination passport will be put into prison. Wonderful. I read about a military experiment in Canada, where the military of Canada had tried out new techniques of propaganda on their own population to see how they could use military propaganda to manipulate their own people to make them more obedient. That was, of course, a lovely story. And on and on it goes. Truth is, it makes me sick and I'd rather not want to focus on this bullshit any longer. But it is what it is. So, there we go. So what is initiation and why do we want to speak about it? That's what we're going to be exploring before the break. And after the break, we're going to be delving into why these times in particular, these crazy times that we're in, are such ripe times for initiation. And it's not the first time that I speak on this topic at all, but my heart was just really longing for sharing more on this particular topic today. And um, I don't think we can speak enough about this because lacking initiatory rights in our culture is really why we have these horrific leaders in our governments and in our various corporations. We have the most immature adults 
being in very high levels of influence and external power. And this is a, this is a travesty and a tragedy of epic proportions. And, and once, we're, once we're through this debacle that we're in, then we're going to be returning to these initiatory rights and we will realize that we can never again have a leader that hasn't been through these kinds of rites of passage. Boys are particularly in need of these kinds of rite of passage. We have a need for being introduced to the male mode of being, so to speak. So back in the days, the young boys, of course, because they were boys and they needed their mama, they would spend many years then with their sisters and uh, other young boys and the women. And that would be the inner circle, if you will, of the, of the tribe. And at a certain point, the men of the tribe that were the outer circle, they were the protective circle, if you will, they would come and extract the young boys from the inner circle and take them through various experiences that were challenging. They were challenging experiences, challenging to the point of some of the young boys dying. For some people, this initiation could involve that this young man would be sent into the wilderness on his own and had to slay some fierce beast like a lion or a wolf on his own. And only when he came back alive with the proof that he had succeeded was he fully assimilated uh, in, in the and the ranks of the adult men. In other places, you had things such as putting your hand inside of the glove full of killer bees or like stinging bees so that you would have to endure excruciating pain. In some cultures, it was about jumping from a platform with vines just wrapped around your legs and then just before the ground these vines would be tight and stretched and so you would stop the fall of course in any of these initiatory rites there was a risk of things going wrong and things did go wrong and the young boys that came through the rituals they had been faced with their own mortality they had been faced with the um helplessness of their ego to navigate their life experience. And so whatever the experience was, the core purpose of the experience was to get to a point of kind of despair where all of the things that I had, all of the resources that I already have internally just weren't enough and I needed to start praying to some divine guidance or, or put my faith or my life even into the hands of forces greater than myself. And thus I could start to align my life with the universal life. And by coming through that experience, I would then feel that I belonged to creation itself and to the tribe. 
And you will know if you've had various experiences of bonding with brotherhoods, with uh, with your crew of men, that when you endure various physical challenges, you will feel more capable. You feel like you belong in the world more. And at the same time, you have a greater sense of your own mortality. Earlier this summer, I told you about this wilderness survival training that I did together with Michelle. And towards the end of it, all of a sudden, big parts of the forest was on fire around us and we had to put it out with our own feet. And the experience that we had together of literally stomping a forest fire to oblivion, you know, we stomped it out. Of course, we were taking some safety precautions, but it wasn't a situation that was free of danger, that's for sure. And we stumped it out. And on the other side of that, there was a feeling of victory that tasted very sweet. And so maybe you've been on long hikes in the wilderness, and maybe you got lost, and maybe you didn't have food, or whatever, you know. These experiences make a person, they make a man. Because you're taken to the brink of despair or alternatively you're taken to a place where you start to contemplate your own mortality if you haven't had those experiences it is fairly certain i would say it's absolutely certain that you feel very fragile inside you feel mm, scared full of angst you don't have a sense of mastery And so you're kind of flailing in your life. You don't feel grounded. And you're living in some kind of imaginary realm where you have to be a hero in the fantasy realm because you don't really have initiatory experiences in your life, right? So to summarize then, understand that the whole purpose of initiation is that you're taken into a culturally significant ritual that is recognized by everyone. And... Everyone that you care about is a witness to you going through it. And you know that it's going to challenge you very, very strongly. You know it's not free of danger. And then you come back from that, whatever the kind of initiation it was. And you are welcomed back into the tribe. You are celebrated. There is a scene in a movie I watched when I was very young, The Emerald Forest, I believe it was, where it's this Western kid that's abducted by some indigenous tribes in the Amazon. And there's a scene where he goes through his initiation. I think it involves some ants or something and a lot of pain and it's very scary and you think that he's going to die. But then he comes out on the other side of that and he's reborn and everyone celebrates. And it was... Such a powerful image for me back then. And this is what we're talking about. Everyone celebrates when I return. Everyone knows that I have gone through a challenge. And not only have I been faced with my own mortality, not only have I bowed, submitted myself to the creator, the the mystery of life, but I actually have a whole frigging tribe choosing to see me differently when I return. We have neither of those two in our culture. Imagine what happens in the kind of pseudo-initiations that we have in the military. 
Do we celebrate the people that come back from war? Not at all in a country like the United States. These people, these typically young men, but also also women, come back with various kinds of scars on their psyche. Maybe they have scars on their body. And we hide them. We don't want to look at the consequences of the kind of actions that we take as a culture, as a nation. So we hide them and we reject the very people that gave their life to serve the country. It's shameful. It's utterly shameful. And so whatever kinds of initiations that people have in the military service, there is no receptivity in the culture to truly welcome them back home as as heroes or as mature people or any such things. Because we know that the very context for their actions isn't a good one. To go to war to fight some oligarchic purpose, to, to steal natural resources, to connive into some dark political agenda. These are not things that we can celebrate. And so people come back from this potentially initiatory context and they're just hidden away with their PTSD and their drug addictions and all of these things. So we don't have a culture that understands the purpose of initiation and we don't have a culture that celebrates the people that come back from some pseudo-initiation. And so our culture completely lacks this. Just completely lacks it. And this is why after the break, we're going to be speaking more about why right now, at this five minutes to midnight moment in our cultural unfolding, we have to put critical masses of young people, particularly young men, through these rites of passage. Otherwise, our species is probably screwed and that is just not going to happen so i'll speak to you after the break as we continue this important exploration after our seeds of sanctuary ceremony on august the 22nd our new community platform sanctuary is officially open Sanctuary is a place free from big tech censorship and all kinds of woke bullshit and toxic narratives. This is a place where like-minded souls from the whole world, men and women both, gather to have deep inquiries into cutting-edge topics and to get support to rise in life in this difficult time. So join us here if you want access to free group coaching once per month, paid memberships, powerful rituals and great community. Register to Sanctuary now on innerthrone.com slash sanctuary. Welcome. So as we keep exploring initiation and why it's so important at this time, I'm just gonna let you know straight up now, I'm not gonna hold back here. I'm just going to shoot from the hip. We have created a culture of weaklings. We have created a culture that for decades has been focused on 
safe space and has only been speaking about trauma and not resiliency. We have focused only on vulnerability and sensitivity and not on personal power. And the whole world of academia has been hijacked by these utterly toxic narratives where people are put at odds with their very nature. They are being trained to think that to be a feminine woman or to be a masculine man is somehow toxic and symptomatic of some kind of patriarchal context and that we need to fight against this tyranny. And, you know, the best thing to do is to be a very self-assertive masculine woman and a very sort of soft, mushy man that doesn't know who he is or where he's going. And this kind of insidious ideology that has been permeating our culture now for decades has crushed us. And intimate relationships are just crumbling all over the place because women are cutting the bolts off of their men and the men have no spine anymore. They don't know what they're about. They don't stand up straight. They're just like, oh, I'm sorry that I'm a man. I'm sorry that I'm a patriarch. And then just walk around with shame and trying to make amends for all of the horrible things that their ancestors have supposedly done. And whenever there's some level of power that arises inside of him, he starts questioning it. Like, oh, am I going to become a perpetrator now? And all of these things. I see it all the time. And so men are terrified of their power and women are terrified of their power because imitating men isn't power for women. This is some kind of theater, right? For most women, this is painful. It is painful. It's utterly painful. And so these women, they're just, just so lonely and their hearts are all messed up because they're not being held, not being seen. They don't feel loved and they're resentful at the men who are not loving them or holding them in the way that they want to do. And when a man is starting to do that, they're getting angry because in their heads, they're told that, oh, that's the patriarchy attacking them. And so there's this just twisted theater that we're playing that is insidious and designed i believe designed to take us out it's designed to make us suffer it is designed to dissociate us further and further away from our true nature and we also have lost our god which means that we have lost access to some kind of transpersonal orienting principle which means that truth ceases to be a thing. And so I now become relativized in truth. And now everything that matters is like what I feel, what I think, my truth, this, my truth, this. This is why our culture is falling apart at the seams. That is not to say that the way to solve this predicament is to go back from where we came from. But it is to say that we need initiation in order to discover the next paradigm of human cultural unfolding. Most men thrive while being predominantly masculine and being in genuine service of the feminine, having a healthy integrated feminine, but being proud and predominantly aligned with the masculine mode of being. Most women, you can just turn that on its head. They are not happy being hardened ice queens. And if you're a woman, you know this. You don't like feeling your heart all clamped up and closed inside because 
you don't let the masculine nourish you. Because you don't trust the masculine, you don't like the feeling. In fact, you feel lonely, desperately lonely, and you so long to feel connected to that beautiful, radiant, soft, feminine core that you have. You also long to feel connected to the wild, elemental feminine that just won't have it when men are completely dissociated from their hearts and their bodies and are just lying, lying, lying from their place of dissociation. You don't like it. In fact, you want to take their heads off. This is healthy alignment. And this is what initiation can provide. As we're moving through the COVID-19 pandemic, we are increasingly waking up to just how corrupt our leaders are. Just how many of the presidents and prime ministers and various so-called philanthropists and CEOs and journalists and you, you keep going, just how many of them are willing to sell their soul in order to get a little bit of money and a little bit of power. Not authentic power, obviously, but to get a nice position. This is what happens when people lose right alignment with life, God, and the universe. When I live as if I am the most important thing in the world, I will hurt people. That will be my shtick. Whenever I feel like my truth is being compromised, I will have to hurt somebody else. I will attack them, I will manipulate them, I will ostracize them, I will cancel them, whatever it is, whatever it takes, as long as I can use whatever tricks and tools at my disposal to take you out, I will. And this is what our leaders are doing. They are rewriting the laws right now. They're changing the constitution. They're violating their own laws in order to have more power for themselves. They're centralizing elections. They're centralizing power structures. They're introducing unprecedented surveillance mechanisms. They're experimenting with propaganda on their populations. They are playing with forces that people who are so weak internally as they are should not be playing with. If you have not been initiated, you are weak. Because when you are the most important thing in your life, weakness is your sentence. It's a life sentence, actually, unless you change this. And so don't be fooled. Just because somebody is a president, if they are focusing mainly on keeping the power of their position, they are weak. And weak people are the most dangerous people. We are probably the weakest generation of homo sapiens that has ever lived on planet Earth. And our leaders are a reflection of this. Many of them, if not most of them at this point, are utterly incompetent. And so in this terrible predicament that we find ourselves in, we need to come together and we need to say, enough. We cannot let weakness selfishness, manipulation, 
power games be the norm in our culture as individuals and citizens, noticing what is playing out in our culture, we have to stand up and we have to start speaking out. And that's when the true initiation begins. Because the forces that will strike back and try to silence you are strong. Because in a land and a time of the week, tyranny takes hold. And tyranny wants only obedience. And so we have to start orienting ourselves again towards strength while keeping our hearts open, while doing all of the work connected to initiation, the humbling of ourselves in the face of the infinite vastness of the cosmos, dedicating ourselves to being of true service to humanity. These are the things that we have to do. And in this time, everything is at stake. The people who think this COVID-19 thing is over, they are... not paying attention, shall we say. This game is only getting started, my friend. It's only getting started. And if people like you and I say yes to this time being a time of initiation, we will get through this embarrassing time in humanity's storyline and watch things become so much better on the other side. But we have to do it now. So use these times as times of initiation. Realize that this is when and where you get to start orienting your life again to something bigger than yourself, to the divine, to truth, to the betterment of humanity. You get to do that now. It is not theoretical anymore. It is happening right now. This is the time. This is the time for us, you and I and all of us, to fully express and to start creating the kind of world that we want to live in. Will it cost us? Fuck yeah, it will. But will it be worth it? Oh, you cannot even begin to imagine what this is going to do to your sense of self and to your feeling of fully belonging to the world and to humanity. That is the invitation of these times. And together, let us accept that invitation. This is the time for my initiation. This is the time when I will rise into my sovereignty and become somebody who contributes to the good, to the true, and to the beautiful in a critical time in humanity's history. Welcome to that adventure. So that is what I have for you today. I'm enjoying watching the wind on the water down here. The uh, ripples on the water are moving fast in shifting patterns. It's always remarkable to me how these darker parts of an ocean surface can like morph into all kinds of shapes with the light and with the ocean currents, and that's what I'm watching now. So I hope today's exploration was valuable to you. And as I said, I didn't want to hold back today. I have been feeling a little bit 
edgy over the last couple of days as I'm seeing everything going on. But I hope not too much of that was grating on you. It's just that I care. And if you should have any desire at this point to explore this kind of initiation with us here in Reclaiming the Throne, know that you are free to just reach out at any moment through an application on innerthrone.com. And we're actually starting our first independent track for the Americas now in January. So we will have two tracks now. So if some of you are Americans that haven't been able to do the training because the time zone was awkward, and then that problem is now about to end. And as I'm stood here looking at the big spruce just outside of these windows, on the right there's a pine on the left. And down below me there are all kinds of little birch trees. I think there's a little aspen just below here as well. So I'm taking in the blessings of, of this view. I just wish you a good weekend. And uh, I don't know what you're going to be up to. Hopefully something fun. Hopefully you have some freedom wherever you are. I'm fortunate to be in Scandinavia personally. And so we are very free here. And so tomorrow I'm going shooting with the guys again. We're doing target practice with archery and with uh, air guns. And I'm picking up hunting now. So this is great practice for my hunting license that I'm picking up uh, next weekend when I'm going to do a three-day course. So that's pretty exciting. Probably something that I'm going to be returning to on future podcasts. But for now, I'm going to leave you to it. Enjoy nature. Enjoy yourself. Find some quiet time. Find some intimate time. Just make sure to take good care of yourself in times of hardship. It's super important. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.